pulled up, made my appearance. You can't sit with us without clearance. That lame shit, never let it near us. And your girl will choose my team because you still living with your parents. Flexing on the gram with your paycheck. Welcome to the Pop Culture Audit, where we review reality TV and talk about all things pop culture through a contemporary and critical lens. So what exactly is a pop culture audit? Easy. We take a deep dive of a pop culture source material. In this case, it's Keeping Up with the Kardashians Season 1. Comb through it, highlighting the most cringy and historic moments in pop culture discourse. If you're into that, you found the right place. If you're not, you're still in the right place. You're just going to learn something new. My name is Keela. I'm the co-host, Jasmine. Hi, y'all. This is Bryn. And I'm going to get us going. Are y'all ready for this, though? For real? I'm ready. I'm you know we've been excited. Gearing people up for this episode. We have. So We've I been teasing like... this even before oh, yeah. it was coming. <laughs> yeah, so before it we're was here coming. Now. Yeah. The shorty episode. Okay. I'm going to recap, y'all, and it's, it's intense. But before I get into the recap, okay, so I'll say season one, episode seven is called Helping Hand. It's 22 minutes long. And before I get into the recap, I do, I want us to do something quickly. I want everyone to close their eyes. Listeners, oh, my co-host here. Yep, right. close your eyes. Okay, close your eyes, and and maybe you know this or you don't know this. One of my favorite books and works of thought in the world is a book called Sapiens, and it's I about the it. his. You knew it was. We're going to Sapiens. My family always says, "Oh, we're on Sapiens again." Great. It's a book about the history of humankind, and I find it to be so comforting and such a great frame of reference because it reminds us that for thousands and thousands of years, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of years, I want you to picture this, homo sapiens, humans, lived in a way completely unlike how we live today. So we're talking about hunter-gatherers, we're foraging, we're living in groups of less than 100 people. One thing I always find so fascinating about sapiens is that one of the ways in which this species of human was able to organize and I mean, basically kill off other species of humans because there were others, right? Homo, or Homo erectus, Neanderthals. One of the big tools that we had was the ability to gossip. So this ability to like know things Aww. about each other and share information and tell stories and build whole networks. Right. So I always, people say gossip is like toxic. I'm like, well, maybe if you're a Neanderthal. That's beside the mm-hmm. point. We're picturing this. We're picturing all the different ways we could have evolved as a society, as a civilization tens of thousands of years, didn't have money, there's some trade, there's no credit scores, right? Mm. We're living, we're eating, we're having kids, we're doing our thing, um, just thriving. We're like one with the earth. And I say all of that to say where we actually are as we get into this episode, it just didn't have to fucking be this way, right? This is, <laughs> these, are, these are choices, y'all, that right. were made yeah. along the way. This is when Keila says flop era, like I just want you to hold both of those <laughs> mm. things in your head and heart that we came from a people hunter gatherers. Okay. To where we are about to go right now, which is old town Calabasas. Mm. Here we go. <sighs> the Can first we open line our of- eyes. Oh yeah. Open your eyes. Everybody. Well, <laughs> like close them the whole uh, listeners. Keep your eyes closed. Keep your eyes closed. <laughs> you two can open your eyes. The first line of dialogue is from Rob telling Chloe, you are such a cheater. And she says, I know, I suck at this. Because the siblings and Scott are sitting around the ranch. They're playing poker. Chloe is asking Rob who he is dating. Rob says he's in a bit of a drought and jokes that he can go to a strip club. Maybe that'll end the drought. 
Kim says, my brother will not date a stripper that's gross. I'll find him a nice, normal girl. Ugh. Rob clarifies, you don't bone the strippers because people said bone, remember? I mean, I guess I the still majors. say bone. Oh, my you God. You do? Stop. I do. I say Ooh, bone I and bang. I like that. Uh, I like it better than smash. When people say smash, I, I also so I also say smashed as well. Oh, well, what do y'all say? Uh, redacted. I don't know if my mom yeah. is listening. I just well, I, I do know that, that my mom is listening. And oh my god! Listening. Well, it's too late. You I might as well tell me what it is. Sex? I would say they fucked. Oh, really? I hate that. Really? What? Yeah, I I think that's smashed? so smashed? so. I feel like, like that's pipe? so inappropriate. I'm talking to adults about adult things. Yeah. Call it what it is. I need, I need, I need little, I need slang words. That's the only way I refer to it. Not smash job. That's painful. <laughs> That's hurtful. Rob says you don't bone the strippers. You get to know the strippers. And of course he's being ironic because they don't think of strippers as human people. Uh, I was also wrong. They're playing gin, not poker, as I previously mm. thought. So we cut to the makeup chair, and Kim is talking to her makeup artist, Steven, who is on the case to find Rob a girlfriend. Steven has a friend who is single. Kim obviously wants to know what she looks like, and Steven says she was Playmate of the Year, actually, which is not an answer to what she looks like. <laughs> but it does the trick for Kim, I guess. They call <laughs> Steven's friend, and Kim tells her that her brother is really nice and polite. Okay, here we go. This is now we're cutting to plot line B, which is what we've all been waiting for and dreading. Courtney and Chloe are driving to Dash, their fashion couture boutique store in Old Town Calabasas in a strip mall. They see a homeless man standing by the parking lot and they cannot believe it. Chloe says, this is Calabasas. Why is he here? This is bad for business. Chloe goes on to say, I have never seen a homeless man in Calabasas. None of my customers are going to want to walk by this guy to come into our store. They worry that he's going to start hanging out around the store. We zoom in on him with this sign. It reads, homeless, trying to survive. Anything helps. Thank you. I'm like gritting my teeth so hard right now. <laughs> uh, this is a white man with a backwards ball cap, and he has like a gray, sandy beard. We cut and back. And a Cajun accent. Oh, and a Cajun accent. When we talk oh, to yeah. him, we find yeah. out he has a Cajun accent. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're cutting back to nighttime at the ranch. The siblings are all sending Rob off on his big date. I have to sidebar here to say that in the background of this shot, there's a hand-drawn sign that's hung up on one of the cupboards in the kitchen that says, I love you, Daddy. And it's really sweet, and it makes me feel very Aww. sad <laughs> for where we are. Very it is it's very cute. It is very sweet. Very it's wholesome. like this little glimpse into, just like this whole house, this like glimpse into like, I mean, I still don't know that I would have been like, that's an average family. Um, but it's a thing. <laughs> they don't hang, they don't hang our wake on the kitchen cabinets anymore. Absolutely not. So the siblings are making fun of Rob's outfit and he goes to change and now he's shirtless and they want to wax his chest because it's from the eighties, which I don't understand. Uh, you can see in one moment in this very moment, how Rob's whole life has been completely shaped and driven by his sisters. Literally this poor man never stood a chance. Chloe tells him that she gets her vagina waxed, so he should be able to handle this. And then she slaps his chest super hard, which ends up being his throat, so he knows what it will feel like. Very abusive. They put this man on the kitchen counter, and Courtney gets her waxing supplies out. It ends up that Courtney waxes herself. And this is, again, is just so another metal. sense. Literally another sense so that metal. she is the only one who has any sense of self in this entire family. Mm -hmm. Courtney, 
is the only one who has any self-awareness. Her pain tolerance. Just I just try to picture the fact that like you live in this family of like all this aesthetic things and all these appointments and everybody's going to get waxed and you're like, no, I'll do it myself. And I just think that it, I'm like, I have a lot of respect for that. That's my youngest oh. sister. She does too. She Are doesn't you listen to this, so she's not going to care. Yeah, she oh. really does. She waxes herself and also my other sister. Wow. She's so brave. God bless. I love it. Yeah. Come on, warriors. <laughs> so they wax Rob's chest with a couple strips and he absolutely doesn't want to do anymore. So they just stop and he changes his clothes. His sisters joke that they're coming on the date with him. Chloe says, wrap it up, Angel, which means wear a condom. And then she taps his balls. Once he leaves, the sisters decide they are going to go on this date after all. And Chloe smacks Kim's butt on the way out. Something is fucking wrong with Chloe's boundaries in all sense of the word. The way that she touches everyone in her family and like the things, the things that she says go beyond like cool girl shock value syndrome and are really disturbing to me cut to the restaurant rob is meeting his playmate date they awkwardly hug at the table he asks her what do you do besides for being playmate of the year super good question and she replies that she does modeling and hosting but ultimately she wants to produce okay i do want to pause here too i want to say just paying attention to how far we've come since this episode was recorded um and not, I mean, this. there's no way for this to not come across as shallow and rude. This woman is cute. She's blonde. She's lovely. And there is no way that she would be where she is in 2023. She looks so basic compared to what we're used to the girlies oh, yeah. looking like now. Like, That's in so LA, true. Like, the influencer girls. Like, this woman could not even get a job at a footlocker. I'm telling you. Yes, I agree. I would, When they were like, she's beautiful. She, I was, like, looking at her like, all right. Please. I also she's think that she's white people have a different like white people get to be that gushed is... over for being not much and not so, gosh not I think it's a tool like we've moved too far you gotta have fillers but I also think like the bar for white women is just different like all right yeah I would agree. and it sounds like I'm calling this girl ugly I'm not she's not I'm ugly not. Yeah, no, she's she's not but she's a normal white right person home. yeah she's a normal yeah. cute she's girl right yeah yeah Playmate of the year? No. Mm, not for no. me, but okay, sure. No. Yeah. Sure. Uh-uh. It's just, it's, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, this is a match made in heaven for Rob because he wants to start a production company for like movies and music. And that made me very sad also. He thinks she is really hot and very nice and they are really connecting, which in 2007 is L-O-V-E, love forever. Now, the sisters are there, and they want to discreetly crash this date. They're eating at a table across the way, commenting on his date. They decide to call him for some reason. Rob answers the phone, which is super rude. Um, he acknowledges that it's rude and hangs up and says he means well. He says they mean well. They're just looking out for Big Rob. I wish he had not called himself Big Rob. <laughs> they are chatting at the table, and his date tells him that she doesn't really want to do any more nude stuff. Did either of you look up her nudes? I didn't. I should have. I didn't. I was so – I wasn't moved by it, so I was like, I don't think I need to I, Yeah, this. I just couldn't. It's like, I okay, couldn't. sure. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. We should. We should do our due diligence. As the sisters sneak over to spy. They start laughing, and it totally bo- blows their cover. Okay, so I normally wouldn't say this, but I am afraid Keela is going to believe this was all very documentary style, so we have to go on record <laughs> to say that this is very <laughs> fake – 
and a hundred percent staged every single part of it i believe okay okay i just want to make sure we're going on record Rob confronts his sisters. He can't believe they're there. This date is so awkward. This poor woman. At least the when they I was saying at least when they had the nanny, she like had a good time with it. The fake nanny lady who was smoking cigarettes and wearing a bikini yeah. top. At first this I thought was so that the nanny? Could have been. They look the same. No, they looked better. I don't know. Better. I I at first I was like, it could be. Who knows? This poor playmate is so uncomfortable. She drinks only water and she doesn't eat her food. Um okay. We're done with the date for a moment. We're going back to Dash. We see a time lapse of Dash. That the homeless man is still there. Chloe says, "Time to leave, buddy." Finally, on Thursday, he is gone. Calabasas is back to normal. But Chloe takes out the trash, and the homeless man is sitting in the dumpster area. And when I tell you all that the musical sting the editors use when you see this homeless man is the same one like when you see Michael Myers or a chainsaw murderer. They make it sound like she walked into a haunted house at the moment that she sees this man. He looks at Chloe. She looks at him. Okay, we come back from a commercial break, and I'm getting a good look at the marquee for the other stores in the strip mall, so I just want to share with you all what they are. They are Florentina's, a fine flower shop, Leap Leap Shoe Lounge, Calabasas Nail Spa, Smooch, owned by Chris, Meta Spa, ahead of the game, right? A med spa mm-hmm. in Calabasas in 2007. Deja Vu now. Hair, which is a terrible name for a hair salon. <laughs> and Shibuya Sushi and then Dash. So basically like a dollar tree would be right at home here is what I'm telling you. Bren. Facts. Facts. So we're back at the dumpster. Chloe puts on her best homeless man baby voice and says, hi, what's your name? The man says, Shorty, and he does have sort of a Cajun Creole thing happening. Chloe says, I am not trying to be rude or anything, but a couple of the people are complaining. I think people want you to move to a different area, if that's okay. And he says, yes, ma'am, I will do that. I hate this scene. I hate this episode. I hate this show. I hate TV. I hate capitalism. And I hate fucking America at this moment in time. Watching this makes every part of my body hurt. And I'm furious. Shorty drops his sweater as he's leaving. Chloe runs it back to him. And she goes inside and tells Courtney how bad she feels. She says it's really sad. Courtney says they should call their mom and tell her. So they call Chris. And Chris says, have a little compassion. Maybe he's down and out. And Chloe says, obviously, that's why he's outside rolling in dirt. Which he was literally not doing. I want to make a case to you all right now. We should never forgive Chloe for the th- – we should never forgive Chloe. I, I mean, the evidence She's never is atoned for the this. There's, there's no accountability. If she goes on any interview and doesn't start it by saying, I just want to first – like a land acknowledgement. I want to first acknowledge land. that my brand is built on this episode with a homeless man named Shorty who I exploited. You tell him. She needs to start every every public appearance with that Shorty acknowledgement. Otherwise, no. No forgiveness. Never. Never. You see what's happening to her? It's karma. Okay? Her life is karma. Stop. Okay. Chris sees this as a teachable moment for her kids. She encourages them to see what they could do for him. She says, think about what you would want somebody to do for, to help you with. And that feels like terrible advice to me because I don't know that this man's priorities and the Kardashians' priorities and their basic needs are the same. We'll see. 
So the sisters go back outside. They talk to Shorty. He calls Courtney a teddy bear. Chloe says they want Ooh. to help him. Yeah. It got real weird. I okay. mean, it was weird when we started, but now it's like double weird, yeah. right? Yeah. Chloe says, get in my car. We'll take you to get showered and cleaned up. They're going to take him to the ranch. That's a great idea. Shorty says, this ain't a house. This is a mansion. Well. Well, right? He made a point. He's he not made a wrong. Point. He made a point. He had a point. Chloe is going to let Shorty use her mom's shower, sort of as payback or to teach her a lesson. It's very unclear. Then they're shaving his beard. He's standing around in shorts while they go through Caitlin's clothes, and then they give Caitlin's clothes to Shorty. They're sitting around the living room, and they start talking about Shorty's teeth. It ends up he hasn't been to the dentist in a while, probably because he's homeless and has other things on his mind rather than going to get a cleaning. Uh Chloe starts playing with her hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even with – Oh, and then if you have dental insurance, you still have to pay for the dentist. Ends up. Okay, America? Remember, we could have done anything. We could have done anything. We chose this. Chloe starts playing with her hair and says, my friend is a dentist and he's amazing. Do you want to go? And Shorty says, okay. Again, like I've had this out-of-body moment. This isn't even in my notes. Now I'm just ad-libbing, y'all. This (laughs) out-of-body moment. (laughs) Like the levels of exploitation going on of – like Shorty is is not well, right? Like Shorty is – Absolutely a homeless person. It's not an actor playing a person, right? This is a person that they coerced into being on this episode who doesn't seem to have a full grasp of what's going on and is going along with it for whatever compensation they get. And also they're not a well person. It, the whole thing is problematic and troubling layered in with one another. And yeah. to watch his reactions and his like playing along with it makes me feel actually sick to my stomach. Cool. So Caitlin and the Sad. Jenner girls come home. So we're once again, I think we're seven for seven now on these episodes where this is another classic. What is Caitlin going to do moment? Yeah. They introduce Caitlin to Shorty. The, Caitlin's disgust is palpable. And once again, we should all go to jail for being part of this. They should go to jail. We should go to jail for watching it. At least spend one night in jail. They should still be in jail. <laughs> one night? <laughs> Everyone. One night. We're watching it for the greater good. I don't feel good about it, y'all. It is weird. Um, Oh, God, it gets worse. So Caitlin says, when Chloe was little, she used to bring home strays. Stray cats, dogs, you name it. Now she's bringing home stray people. I want someone to fucking kill me. He's, Caitlin says, this is nice, but what are you doing? Chloe says she's going to pay for the dentist appointment herself, but Caitlin needs to take Shorty because... Chloe has a photo shoot in an hour. Whoopsie doodle. I wonder how much this dentist appointment costs, and I just wonder where it is on, like, Shorty's hierarchy of needs. That's all I'm saying because I feel like food and perhaps a program. Right. But I have a point to make about the teeth. Okay. I'll say that. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Also, Chloe's obsessed with people's teeth. We're going to unpack that later, too. So is Kim. Mm. Mm. Is she, too? Well, they do this to Lamar, too, don't they? They do this to Lamar. Yeah, they do that to Lamar. Which is the most, like, rich, privileged thing possible. The the, the privilege of teeth. Okay. Okay, so Caitlin, Kendall, and Kylie take Shorty to the dentist. I will say Shorty really is very short. So the nickname is apt. He is short. Everyone is so patronizing to him as if he's not a real person at all. And, in fact, the child 
Kylie asks Caitlin, how do you become homeless? And Caitlin tells her they don't have any money, they need a little help, but they wind up on the street. Kendall asks if she will ever be homeless. Caitlin says, never in a million years will you ever be homeless. I'll make sure of that. And now all I want is for Kendall Jenner to be homeless someday. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want it. I want it. I'm putting it out there in the universe. Oh, my I God. I do. Oh, my God. We could have chosen anything, people. She has horses. In the dentist chair, the dentist can't believe how bad Shorty's mouth is. Great. Oh, the shame around dentistry, too. I can't. Uh, oh, I have some stories about that. We cut back to the ranch where the sisters are getting ready for their photo shoot. Chloe says she just can't believe they ditched Shorty on Caitlin. Kim says, who are you talking about? And Courtney replies, he's the cutest man I've ever seen. And Chloe says, Shorty, he's our homeless man that we adopted. This episode is streaming on Peacock right now. Anyone listening to this can see it. And that includes the FBI. Okay. Yes. So this is not something we dug up or is recorded from a vault. They could be arrested for this right now, and they should be, because this episode mm-hmm. is accessible to any authorities that want it and want to go arrest them for saying, Shorty, he's our homeless man that we adopted. Mm-hmm. Kim doesn't believe them. They say Bible, so now she has to believe them. <sighs> Caitlin calls Chloe from the dentist to ask what they do with Shorty when they're done. Chloe says, take him to a hotel. She tried to find a shelter, but they're full or closed. Caitlin laments that Shorty is getting pretty expensive. Now Rob comes into the photo shoot bathroom, and he's annoyed at them about that date still. They bicker about it. Kim apologized, which prompts Chloe to say, aw, Kim, suck his dick harder. What the fuck is wrong with these people? How are we speaking to each other? The next day they go to the hotel, it looks like a motel, where Shorty is staying. Most of them are wearing leopard print, just FYI. They don't know what to do with them. They don't want to put him back on the streets, so they're going to take him to a shelter. They are literally treating this man as if he's a dog. He shows off his new dentures, and they all gasp. Courtney says he is a completely different person. He is not. And he looks so good. And I'm going to tell you, he literally looked better before. And she can tell his confidence has gone way up. I can't tell any of these things. This is Kim's first time meeting Shorty. Everyone hugs. In the car, Shorty has his arm around Courtney and says she brings it out of him. And it's clear they don't really understand what he's talking about. And they're more than a little nervous about it. And I fucking hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Because I'll say this. They should, like, it's uncomfortable. He is an uncomfortable person. This is an uncomfortable situation. And they created it. And we're supposed to feel weird for them. But also, we're all supposed to think this is a teddy bear person. And I hate every fucking bit of it. Mm-hmm. We're back at the ranch. Chris is mad at how many people use her shower. And also, there is a bird in the house. We'll call that plot line C, bird in the house. Rob jumps up to trap the bird. He catches the bird. They hand off the bird. And Rob lets it free outside. So this is an episode is about bird trap planted? and release. You think? <laughs> no, I was going to ask, do oh, we think the yes. bird is real? I think the bird is the only real thing that happens in this entire episode. Having a bird in your house is really okay. inconvenient. They should have spent the, at least 21 of the 22 minutes on the bird and way less time on the homeless person that they <laughs> took advantage of and kidnapped. I would have been way more proud of their – I mean, also, it is impressive to catch a bird and release it, it without harming it. Like, it they did a really good and job. They worked together. Literally. 
They yeah. did a great job. Way more time should have been spent. Very on brave. Them. Very brave. <sighs> Everyone yeah. else in jail. Now the sisters are finally saying goodbye to Shorty. He seems sad, but mostly he seems fucking confused. Chloe gives him her bracelet to remember her. Everyone hugs. Kim is so impressed at how good her sisters are. All good things must come to an end, so they get into their white Lexus and leave Shorty behind. Back at home, they sit around and unpack the Shorty drama. Chris says that they inspired him to better his own life. Courtney says they treated him like a human being, which they did not. She says that he he went to have a sip of his beer, but then he put it down because now he wants to get an apartment and make money. It feels like capitalism wrote this entire script for them. FYI. (laughs) Chris says, it takes so little to make others happy. We have love to give the world. This doesn't have anything to do with buying someone dentures and shaving off their beard. Chloe says, suck my dick now, Chris. And that's the end of episode seven. Another wow. fun, warm family mm-hmm. ending. That. So. <laughs> yep. What, what, do we, we what do we do with zoom, this? Let's zoom out and then zoom back in. Um, okay, let's do that. Let's talk about the date. I, okay, readers, I know this was weird editing because of just the angles. It just didn't add up. The plates weren't consistent throughout the date. So whatever. One of the most interesting things yeah like the plates were not consistent like the order of the plates was not consistent that's what Mm. did it in for me um rob is 20 years old but he lies and says that he's 22 which i had to scream because what like also she's gonna know on the date like eventually she's gonna find out so they go on this date and just seeing rob young is like it's fun because he doesn't appear in the shows anymore he's kind of like out of the cinematic universe the thing that's set like cackling at home is rob at the end of the date it's just kind of stale like they walk toward her car but they don't he doesn't walk her to the door it was just uncomfortable <laughs> yeah it was it was the whole thing was just so it was so it was and they don't hug they don't get like it's just like okay bye i have bye and then it just first date culture this is a bigger cultural phenomenon First date culture is so funny. It's so, it's like so invigorating and like goofy and terrible all at the same time. First date culture. I love a first date. I love it. I like the idea of what is this? Yeah. Who is this? The romance. The possibility. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably better than the first dates. Although I will go on the record and say that. I usually have really great first I do too. dates. Like or I usually yeah. have a good time. They're fun. And um, it's the second and third. Where it's, it's weird. Like, uh, all right. What's yeah. going on? And I also say mm-hmm. like, I'm a clown. So like the first friend. date and a Libra, like my performance <laughs> is going to be great. Like I can do an incredible first performance. It's the rest that like the first date supposed to be the most fun date. It was so weird. Okay. I the agree. second thing I want to say about this is the outfit. Wearing oh, please, let's like talk about the outfit. Okay, I, this isn't even a drag on tube culture because I like tube dresses. I think it's fun. But, like, wearing heels and, like, all that heavy tanner makeup, a dark eye to go to, like, this Ugh. very casual-looking sushi rep. It's just so fu- – it's so funny where we were at that time. Like, everything was Let's casual plus like a the, heel. 
Everything was casual heel. plus the heel or business casual. Business casual business with the heel. Cash. Yes. Like was... But the heel, yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> heels heel. everywhere. Heels, denim skirt, heels, yes. shorts. I always heels. had I a heel on. I was scrapping for my life against my mom to wear a heel to anything for no reason. Yeah. No Same. reason. We everything. just like needed a stiletto. A, stiletto. a, a wedge. A wedge. A pump. A st- I was a, a stiletto. Pump? Yeah, a pump. A Where pump, was I going with the that. pump? I was yeah. doing all of it. To, school, to high school. To high school. That's she went to sushi headed. with the pump. Yeah. And it was like, and I think you could tell, had she had different footwear on, she could have been going anywhere, to the beach, to whatever. But the way I That's know true. this was 2007, because she had the pump on. <laughs> That's how we know. It's so true. And she like clack, clack, clacked her that way to so her car. True. So it was just so funny for their goodbye. Like, we didn't get to hear the bottom of her heels like slapping to the car. But like. She put her pumps on to go have a lackluster date. And it was I a date. feel. What was she going to wear? Sandals? Maybe. No. In the year of our Lord now. May, now, now. Today. Yeah, now. Today. In today, BC. Yeah, she could. Or AD. But like. Of course. It was just so. And that, that comes to my conclusion of like having a bad date is so sad. And she like had this raggedy it's, date it's, and had to yeah. like take her heels back to her like sedan and go home. That's exactly what she was saying. <laughs> um, also, we haven't talked a lot about like the got like what the men are wearing Please, on the show. Go. So when when Rob was initially dressed for his date, he had that I'm sweater so, on that was like the it's the argyle sweater. sweater, and I was about an argyle print. I was a Such about a it. Time stamp watching him come out. I loved it like that, and and just yeah, it made me think of every cousin I have. And how when it was time to go out, that is what they walked out in. Sweaters you know, to the club. Every time we're like with polo boots. <laughs> and it was just like, ooh, you look nice. You know what I mean? And now I look back on it I'm like, you looked a mess. I okay? can smell the cologne from that outfit. I can yes. smell it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Cool, what is it? Yes. Cool water yes. cologne? Yes, and I know yes. everyone was wearing cool he water. He sprayed back then. the sweater, and when the sister said take it off, I know the sweater just went on his floor, smelling like cologne, and just sprayed the next shirt that he put on. Yep. Which men at this time yes. loved a black button down. They loved a black collared shirt or a plaid. Let's talk about down, it. Which is what Shorty was yes. wearing later. Yes, Those plaid button downs are hands down the worst. Like if I see a man in that today. <laughs> I'm like, what? Who didn't tell you not to walk out the house looking like this? It is, it's the worst. And I know that was like the like the epitome of looking nice during that era and time, but that is now the exact opposite today. <sighs> and so I was like, look at all these times. And we, you know, I haven't really been paying attention to the men and what they were wearing. But when Rob walked out, I was like, the argyle oh, yeah. sweater. This is exactly what all it my cousins sent yeah, me to a place. All my cousins, yeah. Were it sent me to, yeah. I was definitely there. Cool we loved Argyle for time. no reason. Why? Why? It was like everything was mini, and then all of a sudden there were Argyle sweaters. Like mini skirts, a pump, Terrible. Argyle sweater. This is describing an outfit I wore in seventh grade. Like I think my seventh grade picture is that. Also, everybody, so that was kind of like the men's business casual back then. So that went perfect <laughs> with like. The blazers, the, business the baby doll look. dress with leggings yes. underneath and a heel. Yes. <laughs> I'm feeling attacked. Exactly what we I would want. wear that now. And I had yes, so much everyone. fun. I'm not people at home who are sitting at home in their baby doll dress with leggings and pumps. 
I salute you because I had yeah. so much fun getting dressed at that time. Put some daisies on it. Let's do Day- this. Oh, oh that's <laughs> to come. The bird no, no, era. No. The put a bird on it no, era. No, no. The put a bird on you- it. Okay, I know oh. you guys are talking about fashion, but I have to interject here because while you're talking, I'm looking up this playmate since nobody did. Yes. And apparently her and Rob actually dated. I was too busy looking up shorty. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm going to get there. Yeah. There's her and Rob actually coming. dated. Mm-hmm. They really oh, dated. Long? And hugged oh. up. I don't. So wow. like this was this was Wait, a they setup date, with some. Well, it's, but sources say both, okay. but like not because of the show, but they like conned her into being on the show because they were already hooking oh. up, which makes this so much more awkward. Oh. And well, she was Did you on. Say what else is? She was on Big Brother season fourteen. Wow, fun! I know. Wow. Yeah, Big Brother, Big Brother fourteen. Okay. okay, so Good just so her. we know, there's a through line there. Um, so much for her production company that she yeah oh do. it doesn't seem like that worked out yeah all right mm-hmm. keep going maybe Sorry. her dreams changed um so that's the date of it all should we let's get to it um the shorty before we hop into shorty I just want to talk about oh, Rob please. for a sec because I feel like he was featured more in this episode than previous yes. ones and he was so cute with his cute little face and his he cute is little a cutie. haircut and. I looked at him and I was like, dream his daughter looks so much. She really like does. Him. She's so cute. A good blend of him and Angela. So I very much see them. And yeah. Angela, yes. Nice blend, right? And so um, it made me sad watching him look so happy and so involved with his sisters because we see later on how miserable he gets and emotional and how distant they become from mm. Rob. Um, on the show openly for many years and um, they even went to like therapy on camera that was an absolute disaster and he was left sobbing Um, and I just thought about how he was speaking about his dreams and how he didn't really reach any of them at least not at the pinnacle that his sisters did I know he had that sock line and he graduated, yeah, author George, and he went to college, and he was the only one out of all of them to graduate no, from college. And she went. Did she graduated. Did she, she just go from Arizona? Okay, all right. Okay, I knew she went to college. I didn't know she graduated. Okay, so then both mm-hmm. of them, right? So they were positioned to be these people that were supposed to be successful in their family, and knowing that his fate eventually, it just seemed really sad to see you know, what he ended up becoming versus how he started out on the show back then. Very, very sad. But we can move on to Shorty because that's the meat and potatoes of this episode. Who wants to go first? Uh, I just have to say this before we kick it off. What? Like, what in the hell? (laughs) I think we could end it right there and be like, all right, that's it. We'll talk what? to you next week. What? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> truly, exactly. what? Like, y'all found, uh, first of all, the privilege of being, and I don't even, I think I feel weird saying privilege, like, but just being able to say, I've never seen a homeless person in my town. No. I think that does feel. But also speaks to probably, like, the policing of your town. Because police move homeless people to, like, herd them to different areas so that they're not in particular neighborhoods. Well, we can't ignore also weird. what's happened. Yeah, in this real time that we sit in in 2023, last year the Kardashians went hard for a mayor of LA whose whole platform was cracking down on homelessness. Yeah, and he made it sound like 
helping because LA's, you know, the whole West Coast has gone wild yeah. since yes. COVID nineteen. Yeah. Opioid it's, crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been under resourced, and and there's more and more folks on the street, and they all like they did plugs for him. Kim and Chris at least both did plugs for whoever was that that businessman who was running for mayor. Thankfully, he didn't win. Yeah. But so to see them do this mm. and then their whole thing and like they were like it's it's he really has a plan to help the homeless. He did not. He had a plan to get them out. Like that was yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So it was weird. Wow. It's it Oof. aside of their pot like him <laughs> lobbying to have preserves really it just all this to say strange. Very strange. And then to who approved this plot point? That's all I've got. Just like what the hell uh, and who was, approved this? You were able to speak about it was a different Joe time. Francis. We were able to speak so. about Yes, from jail obviously the editor <laughs> um yeah it was a different time we were able to speak about um topics like this very carelessly and i understand to a certain extent like most people will drive past an unhoused person and have similar thoughts if we're being honest right depending on the side of town that they're on and all of those things but it was really hard to watch them speak about Shorty as if he was one, a nuisance to Calabasas. Um, Also that he wasn't bothering anyone. And um, I didn't like the driving past him Monday, Tuesday, like on the screen. I thought that was like the, like, so it took you all week before you decided to interact. You don't have to interact. And when you finally did, it's a plot line for a show. And, do we think that Shorty was planted 100 there? million percent. They picked him up from downtown LA and brought him to yeah. 100 million percent. I think his I, I position to... was just to like a turn into a strip mall rather than like no. an intersect. Like the traffic mm-hmm. doesn't even make sense. How did you get all the way to that? So that's what made me think. That's what made me I mean? think it was a plan. They picked him up. They picked him up. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll divert for one second to tell you all and you guys probably don't know this, but when I first when I first moved to Chicago, my first job was working for the production con- company that did the post production for Jerry Springer. Okay. Oh my god! Yeah, no. Fact. This is a separate <laughs> I have so sidebar, right? We, yeah, we're definitely we going to come so back to questions. this. The same. Pro- sure. So with the executive producer of Jerry Springer, my company started doing sizzle reels, which is like trying to sell a show, right? So we're doing sizzle oh. reels for other reality shows. And they were all, like, exploitative, like, there was a stripper show in Tennessee. There was, like, an, I, there was trying to, you know, strike gold with this, with the executive producer. One of them was a judge show that we filmed. And so they got this, like, celebrity judge, and he wanted his own show, and he was paying, whatever. So there's a, a courthouse in Cicero uh, here outside of Chicago that you can film in. So we were filming there, but we needed an an audience. So they had brought the judge and they had brought these like fake guests in that were like Jerry Springer regulars. um, Interesting. To be these Mm -hmm. fake like people in court, but we needed to pack the audience. So they sent us the production assistants to the Home Depot where uh, folks were standing out, mostly Latino folks were standing with signs like who try to get Mm -hmm. work with contractors or whatever. And very, very like rudimentary English and paid these people who didn't really know what they were doing to get into our van and go <gasps> sit in the audience of this fake judge show that we were filming. And so this show never got picked up, of oh course. But like we had to, yeah, they, they had to sign releases. They had no idea, no idea what we were asking them to do. Wow. I like literally basically kidnapped these people. Um, 
And if you look at the audience, it's just like a lot of Latino men in like jeans in the audience of this thing. So I know for a fact that some 20 year old kid trying to like make their way up in TV production was tasked with going to find Shorty and bringing him back to set. That is really, really sick. This is wild. Disgusting. Yeah. It's just It's disgusting. Absolutely. That was someone's job. Um, Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's another thing that got on my nerves. This baby voice Ooh. that Chloe does when she thinks she's being sweet or cute or whatever has, I mean, it, I thank God she doesn't do that anymore. But it was just this long stretch of time where she, oh, the Lamar, the Lamar years, years. It was just Lammy. over. Oh, it was just it, But also, much. like, can I and jump in and say something about performed feminization? Please. This era of being Ooh. a girl, so to speak, was all about like pink and juicy couture and many, many mm-hmm. skirts, many tops, heels. Like there was just this minification of everything. And baby voice was very cool back then. Being like ditzy was like very common culture. Like I'm thinking about like house bunny and like. Just like the mm. legally blonde, Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. like it was hot. This aura of hot cisgender desirable woman was about bimbofication, essentially. Even though we were like all wearing mm-hmm. business clothes, and Chloe is doing both <laughs> things because it was also yes. the introduction to Cool Girl, and Cool Girl yes. says "suck my dick." And cool girl taps you on the balls and does all of these things that are cool girl things. She watches to do. Jackass. Yeah. Right. But she has when you're also doing she baby voice because yeah. you're still sexy, but you're a cool girl. You're a sexy babe. Both of these. Yeah. You're a sexy baby. Duality. A sexy says, business baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who can okay, hang with the boys. Judgment. But oh. is a baby. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. That was just too much. That's exactly right. And she walks out, and I don't know why she thought speaking to him and telling him that basically get away from our store in a baby voice was sweet. Yeah. It was weird. Like, hi, can you get away? Like there's people who are really concerned that you're hanging around. She just told someone you make everyone like, she's like, is that okay? Like you just told someone, (laughs) we don't like yourself. No, no. Yeah. It's not okay. And so he leaves and then she goes back in and it's like, I feel bad. You feel bad just that quick. It didn't kick in at any point when you were asking this man to leave the premises. Mm-hmm. Got it. So then the next step is to call their mom to ask them how to be, ask her how to be a compassionate human being. Because of course, between the two of you, you don't know how to figure out how to do that alone as adults. Got it. And so then Chris goes into like a PC, shows them compassion. They he's less fortunate than you. Like, why didn't that come to your mind? You know, like. It just kind of felt like they called Chris to complain. I also want to say about trash cans. After moving to a city, I feel like trash is a public entity. Like people go through. The first place I lived in Chicago, I had like clothes or old blankets or something. And the place that I lived, people would leave stuff that you could use. Like that wasn't garbage like you could use it again they would take it so you just leave it on top of the trash can people would take stuff all the time or or like people go through the trash and see like what things are used or not and so I was really I feel a type of way for someone to be like so pressed about trash 
especially if it's not like being thrown, like it's not like causing rats or anything. Like Shorty was probably going to look through the trash. I, I, it just, I, it didn't sit right with me. It's a noose. He was the nuisance of Calabasas. Like, so quietly sitting by the trash. Like what? It just felt weird. It felt weird. I will say watching it. I also was kind of in this. I don't know how this is going to sound, but I was so glad it wasn't a black man. Because to me, that would have added a layer of disdain. Girly. Yeah. Ah, but um, the fact that they wouldn't, I mean, melanin count was zero, just to be clear. We're still at melanin but, count zero. Yes. Well, we had one. We had one, Melody. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, 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 for the yeah, for this episode. Right. But it it wasn't, and thank God it wasn't, because it would have landed so poorly. But also it speaks volumes that, like, they I had like enough wherewithal it. to not do a black person. So then that was yeah. Exactly they had enough right. poll testing to know that a black homeless person in Cali. I don't think those girls wanted to be around a black. I don't think person. so too. And I think a black person in Calabasas would have been arrested immediately. Yeah. A black homeless person they outside of Ash. For the week, period. Yeah. For a no. week. Period. No. At a strip mall. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely no. not. Holding a no. sign. That sign also was very detailed. Um. What did it say? Just trying Just to trying survive. Just trying to survive. That was a real sign. That was yeah. not a stage sign. They found that man with that sign. In yeah, I thought like LA. the sign felt pretty authentic. Of like the sign I was just real. Need that some was help. A real sign. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Caitlin's obvious disdain. Finding strays. Is, uh, she, Chloe, brought stray animals home growing up, and now she's bringing home stray, stray people. people. Um, the animal to human connection didn't land well for me. I was like, you <laughs> didn't land this plane very well. I oh, they love animals more. This just last episode, we were like hiding dogs, and it was adorable. They have way more mm-hmm. respect for mm-hmm. tiny, fluffy dogs than they do for this human. A lot of people. I think do. it's also just like the mm-hmm. again seeing Shorty kind of as an animal. Let me take you in the. This is the other thing: house politics, using your parents' bathroom. Like so much of this is like unfathomable to me. Like bringing oh, I mean, someone, you know yeah, that I don't know, your to parents my parents' house, and then using my yeah. parents' bathroom, and then using all their clothes. Like if I'm going to bring somebody home, why wouldn't I just bring them to my house, and then we can do whatever we want because it's my house? But I, I that was strange. Um, I, I the disdain is very uncomfortable. Yeah. The disdain is very uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. And strange that they just were, like, very disrespectful of the home that isn't theirs. Yeah, I I didn't like that at all either. Um, I will say that when he looks at Chloe and was like, can I talk to you? That's never a good sign when you're sitting there and you know people are ushering themselves out of the room to go speak about you. In front of everyone. I didn't like that that either. Yeah. Um, And then... So they they shave his face. They put him in some with clothes, scissors, and <laughs> yes, um, and then um, they go get his teeth clean. I didn't like the dentist saying, "Whoa, wow, oh, what?" Like you're a dentist, you've seen things. What? Why I hate dentists. Why I hate dentists. Yeah. I hate them. So <laughs> our whole industry is shame based. All of it. It is. That's so the only I doctor I, I like. That out until last That's year. the only doctor I like is the dentist. Nope. I've never so had that I experience. used to feel like until that Until a couple years like. ago. And then I was like, oh, I, this is bad. Mm-mm. 
Okay, a couple of years ago, I had a bad one. So I am a part of the Cavity Free Club. I've never oh, had a cavity. God. Okay, well, slay. It's less for genetics. I want to say wow. for people who have had cavities, it is genetic. You're and you're seen, and you and your mouth and your teeth matter, and you're perfect Everything. the way you are. Oh, cavity high, stand gosh. up. It's genetic. Every, everyone, calm down. It's genes. I'm it's perfect, but it so, is genetic. It is. It is just so polarizing for me to it say is, that. It is. It is. Please get in her DMs. I will auditors. Say, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> we need to bring back public shame. Um, oh gosh, no. Um, but so I that I said that not to brag. Mm. I said that because it's a part of what I'm going to say. So every time I go to the dentist, it's always been such a great experience. And then I went once, and as soon as the dentist opened my mouth, she was like. Oh my God, get someone. She calls someone in there. You would think that my teeth look like shorties, like the way that they were acting towards me. And I don't even remember the things that she was saying that I needed, but I knew it was $3,000 worth of work. So I found a different dentist and I didn't tell them anything that the previous one had said. I wanted to see if this was real or not. Got a cleaning. They're like, all right, see you in six months. And I was like, wait, hold on a second. Here's the paperwork of what the dentist, the last dentist said. They're I scammers. And they're like, All of them. Oh, no. Scammers. Yeah. Not they were scammers. like, no, 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 no. I, I've been a dentist for like 20 years. Yeah. Like you don't need any of that. That was a money grab. Oh, no. And so that just, I was like, whoa, this is really. And, and there was one point where I went to one dentist and every time I saw them, they were giving me deep cleans, deep cleans. Oh. Right. And then I just, I was like, this is really rough on yeah. my gums. This is a lot. And so I went to another dentist and. She was like, you didn't need all, like, you don't need all of that. That's really, like you said, rough on your gums. Like, again, another money grab, you know? So now they're not my favorite people. I have found a dentist that I really Good. like. That's important. They're great. That's important. Um, but I had to start searching for other ones because of the money grab situation. Yeah. So now it's fine, but it was a tough few years before finding Sapphire Dentist. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> And so. here's the ad. This podcast <laughs> sponsored by my gold tire is children's boutique. I think this exactly. brings up such a good exactly. point too of like something that I struggle with also as a black woman. Medical professionals don't always have the decorum. Like it's not a primary concern for them to be kind or reliant. And so I have found as a Mm -hmm. black woman that I need to do extensive research before I go somewhere. And if it's something I don't like or fully trust, I may need to go get a second opinion because people just be saying stuff. Period. You may need as many as you get. And Mm -hmm. so hearing the dentist talk about shorty teeth, it didn't stick out to me as like, Oh, this has never happened. But like, it just is a reminder of you are our specialist at this particular thing. But the decorum, the people skills, the customer service, the, the bedside bedside is secondary so to, to you. Because you know, he mm. knows the teeth are, are needing work. Why would you say that? The, readers, you didn't see this, but we had so kind rude. of started a conversation about how teeth matter, especially in the U.S. And straight teeth, white teeth are all indicative of class because health insurance and how that has all been just. Dis- the fact that health insurance is separate from dental insurance and people who have money for braces and cleanings and adjustments and alignment and veneers, that is an These expense. Are choices. It These is. Are it's, choices a choice. it's a choice. It's no, a choice. As a people. As, as a people. This is do. the system that we're in. And so mm-hmm. 
-hmm. for shorty to be, you know, especially in Calabasas where people are getting cosmetic dental work. Don't act like this is jarring for you. You're so shocked. Yeah, it was it was really rude. And um, what also I thought was really rude is when they went to this impromptu um, alleged slash not true uh, photo shoot that they had to <laughs> not true go to really randomly. Yeah, we never mm-hmm. see a photo shoot, do we? She- that is true. And we always see the photo. <laughs> That's a really good point. I was wondering, like, where do they need smoky eye and bronzer this late in the the afternoon? But okay. They okay. didn't need any of Makes that. Sense. Okay. So then <laughs> Chloe's in the mirror and says, feels good to ditch Shorty and put him off on Oof. Bruce. And I'm like, ditch Shorty? Like, I don't know. I just had a problem with everything. Everything that was being said. And, and then to cut back to... Um, Caitlin telling the girls like, well, what do we do with them now? What, what do you think the next step? What are we going to do with them? And, and then court or Chloe saying, we'll take him to a hotel, a hotel. Yeah. Like, you know, it was just like, where were you going to drop him off? What was the game? I don't think plan? they thought about that. Uh, why are you sounding so shocked that it ends at a hotel? Of course. Yeah. It does. I don't think they thought about that, which is why Shorty ended up in that motel. I was like, is this even still Calabasas? And you could tell because Kim looks so uncomfortable standing at the doorway. She was, she was really uncomfortable. (sighs) She was so uncomfortable. Shorty was being uncomfortable. Like the car, all of it was very, like, which is fair. No one should have been in that situation. Like we should not have done this. We should not have done this. We don't have to forgive them. Yeah, that was... That's I was scary. like, I don't and feel like I should be seeing so that. So funny that his I arms around her and one. you're like, it's not. Tell him to stop touching her. He shouldn't be touching her. He shouldn't be in this car. He shouldn't be touching her. None of this should be happening. He shouldn't be rubbing yeah. his hands no. through. None of it should be happening. But I will say I did laugh at that because I was just like, I was trying to imagine what I would do if uh, any guy was just sitting in a seat next to me rubbing his hands through my hair. I was like, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, this is really uncomfortable. But I thought that Courtney handled it pretty well. She was just like, she talked through it. She didn't make it weird or whatever. Um, but you could tell that Kim was definitely uncomfortable in that car ride. And it's fine. It was fine for her to be uncomfortable, I think. What do you think about the never in the million years will you be homeless? I know, you know what yep. Brynn thinks. She wants her to <laughs> be Calling homeless. Calling it now. But like... How did that land on you, Keila? Like when you heard that, or did it? Did was it a throwaway? No, I definitely it definitely made a direct quote in the audit notes. At first, it at first I was like, okay, maybe this is parental care because I do think Caitlin. I'm surprised Caitlin answered without as much bigotry as I kind of thought would happen. Mm. And then the second is like, mm-hmm. it's frustration because they have so much money. They have so much money, now. but even back then. Kendall was not going to be yeah, homeless. They were still a like family. she's not going to be homeless, mm-hmm. and so it it really frustrates me because I feel like I will, and I'm not saying I want to be one percent, but I will never. I do not know that type of security, and it's just sad. It's like it's sad. Like I think anyone else you know could what? feel thing that came... could be homeless. Yeah, something like that. I agree. Also, was there like a well? Maybe for me, I was like that's white privilege i i don't immediately i don't know why it is and it's class yeah i grew up okay yeah it was some it was privilege for sure i know you don't want to tell your daughter i hope not 
But guess what? My parents would have. They would. Mine absolutely would be like, well, (laughs) you know what I mean. I better get a job. Yeah, like there's so much beyond your control. Exactly. Better work hard. You won't end up because anything can happen. My parents. Anything can happen. Anything. That's the point. Exactly. And so for Caitlin to say that with her full chest. And then we see how things are. Must and be nice. I think what makes me angry or like frustrated is that the Jenner sisters' existence and I, the whole family, like they are even more removed from poverty now than they were back then. Know, like if Shorty had to be refilmed today, I think it would be worse. Like it would be so much worse. And yet the the economy, the experience of living on this planet, homelessness is still prevalent. You're still well, close. That's the message for that I would say to my child. I would say no one should be homeless. It is Period. an atrocity, mm-hmm. right? No one should be homeless. It is, an and atrocity. it's not about you'll never be homeless. It is the most like capitalist, generous thing possible to be like you're going to be fine, and not even because you work hard, because I'm gonna take care of you. Yeah, but to say no, it's, nobody should be homeless. It's not right, is it? Like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about why it's. With all of mm-hmm. these resources, it's not right. I'm not saying it's on the Jenner family to house as many people as they can. Kind of it is. Period. Um, they probably could. They could do, they could do they better. Could do a few. They could do a few. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, so the fact that it they just play right into like, it's it's a shame that our, that our system has to have people on the bottom and that's the end of that. It will never be you. It's just gross. It's just gross. Well, I mean, if, if, if they... Yeah, I struggled with like whether or not it was just a comforting moment or whether, you know, it was just a lot in that one line that just yep. got to me. Yeah. Agree. Especially knowing Caitlin's politics and how it led to like people leave California because of the hangar. It was just a gross ending to a all around gross episode. A gross Actually. show. <laughs> yeah. Truly chaotic and show. gross which, episode. Which takes us to our, are you done? Do you have another point? I just want to say I looked up to see where Shorty okay, now. Okay, tell us. And wait, y'all can't see um, Bren covering her face. Girl, if you do not but tell us, we're cr- we are cringing. I know. I'm leaving everyone in suspense. So Chloe went on a search for Shorty in 2021 what? and found him. Okay. And he was still on Ooh. the streets, living with his brother in LA. And she bought him an apartment. And so okay. he is no longer homeless. Um, that is all I could find. I couldn't find anything beyond that. But he does have an apartment that Chloe purchased for him in 2021. Okay. I have nothing to say. So I'm I'm glad he's housed. I hope things are getting better for him. I'm not good enough. Perplexed that she <laughs> hired a PI to find him. She did not. She posted on yeah. Instagram. She <laughs> yeah, her and Kim posted it on Twitter. Literally. Wait, so you mean the public the did the work? Of course they the did. Okay, did I don't really know what. Once again, I'm back at what the hell. I don't really know what to say. About Jail <laughs> is the only answer. Oh God! <laughs> Are you? All, I have a really serious question. Is we got to transition because we have to okay. talk about this, and we're running out of time. There's only eight episodes okay. in this season, y'all. We have one more episode. Mm-hmm. So the what finale. are we going to do for season two of this program? And that's what I want to talk about because I feel like we need to get the people to weigh in. Oh, my God. I love this. Oh, I'm so happy I didn't know about this. So here's before. what I've written down to get us started. Just some options, okay? okay. Because I okay. truly have thought and thought and thought about this and I have no – I don't know what we should do. 
Pop Culture Audit, okay. the podcast, season two. Obviously, we could keep going, right? We have only scratched the surface of the Kardashians. We there's could do so much material. Kardashians season two. We know that yeah. there's a new The Kardashians on Hulu season two starting. Uh-huh. Or maybe season three. I don't know. And then I started thinking, mm-hmm. should we be going back to more canon, doing more source material, getting back to it? Is that our lane? I don't know. If we were going to do that, we have mm-hmm. Real World season one. Started, this, started everything, Ooh. right? Started it all. Yes, wow. The Simple Life season Ooh. one. We could go there. Oh, I would watch that. The actually we could watch show. Yes. A Housewives. I don't oh. know. I've never seen a Housewives. Oh, I've have never to, seen a single a Housewives. Housewives. We could watch some sort of Netflix what? thing. There's so many, right? We have the. Oh my god! Many. Well, Love Is Blind has just dropped its new thing. Oh, that's right. Bad Girls Club, mm-hmm. Love and Hip Hop, oh. all of these things. Okay, so many. Bad things. Girls Club. I do think. I think a competition show is probably not for us because eh. it's like about who wins, and it's already happened. So I don't know that that's good yeah, for us. Really. But those are some of the things I came up with. But what do you all think? How should we okay. decide? What are we gonna do? Um, I love this because I've been giving it a, some thought. I do think we need to pivot away from the Kardashians <gasps> for our next oh season of our. I wow. do. Just because I don't think that we, I don't want it to turn into a Keeping Up with the Kardashians podcast. Mm. And I think that we've caught our stride and we can talk about anything, anywhere, anytime. And I think it would be really interesting as a listener, you know, I listen to our podcast just as try to be as <laughs> as subjective as possible. But I think it would be kind of interesting to hear our thoughts on other things. And I love the fact that Brynn hasn't seen a bunch of this stuff. And so being exposed in her reactions is just igniting my interest in some of these things all over again. Um, if we do decide to do Kardashians for our season two, I think it should be something in the now i might need a break i think we can or, always come back to them mm. like keeping yeah, up will always can. be there but, but it also it's, it's just variations mm. of a theme of how how upset i am when i watch it wow yeah but the, i do sure. know I there's big moments upset. i want to get to but i, I could use yeah. a palate cleanser mm-hmm. you know and we could come back i definitely I love need the a idea palate of a palate cleanser, cleanser. Sure. i also feel like you know we should ask the readers. I know that's a diplomatic answer. I think no, we should get that. some reader yeah. input. Maybe we should put a up a poll. I absolutely think we should put up a poll. Readers, this is your time to follow us on Instagram and, and help us you. decide season yeah. two. Also, speaking of Instagram fame, Brent, I heard you had a run-in with <gasps> a celebrity uh, mentioned on our yes. show. Guys. Please yes. tell. Guys. Please tell. Yes. Okay, so I'm texting Keela and Jasmine in a panic the other night because <laughs> I shared, as you know, I'm now a Black China stan, as I said on the last episode. So Angela. I started following Angela. Angela White. Her Instagram handle is still Black China. So oh, okay. We're getting until there. Until she changes it. Yeah. Um, so I follow her on Instagram and I'm sharing her stories because I really like this woman and I was so yeah. wrong about her and I, mm, I just think she's great. So I shared – uh, a, an interview she gave about how she's sort of going back to basics and she's so not judgmental and like she could never even be on this podcast y'all because she's so much nicer than we are oh. um and i, I said you know new stand right <laughs> here with a little hand and would you we'll be nice of to course her. We would. 
Would yeah. you know it that not mm-hmm. not one hour later I saw a little notification that said Black China has liked your story. Oh my story. Oh my god. On Instagram. Oh my god. And how did you react when you saw the notification? I freaked out. I panicked. I felt like she was in the room with me watching me, even though it was probably her assistant going through looking for any mentions and liking them. Her social media. Absolutely. Jazz it up. Jazz it up. Angela herself. But then, but it could have been because then I watched a video of her. She was fitting, outfitting the back of her like Range Rover so she could lay down and drive to Vegas to get her tattoo removed because now she's getting her tattoos removed too. And I'm like, this lady does not have an assistant. I didn't know that. She's getting her tattoos removed. She's getting tattoos. Yeah, because they have like satanic, demonic influence. This woman is on a journey. Yeah, you guys. Wait, she says that they have like the reason she got them was not to have anything to do with Satan or demons, but they are like related and could be interpreted as satanic. Hmm. So. She's I gotta filming do some research. Her. Wow. Oh, yeah, you gotta you guys Me gotta too. go on this journey with her. She wow. wore recently her her most recent headline is she was wearing a Kim Kardashian shirt. And someone was like, Didn't you just lose a lawsuit to them for a hundred million dollars? And she said, I don't care. I respect this woman. She's Dream's auntie. And she's wearing, yeah. Yeah. What? No. Is she in therapy Let, too? No, she got baptized, wow. girl. She has. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What no, she church? She sent that picture. Remember church? Person? She got baptized in a pool in the back of her house. But did she go to a church? Did she go to a famous celebrity church in LA? I... This could take us to a, a different path, friends. Oh, I hope she's not turning into. A... Hey, hey, she's fine. She's doing fine. Not Brent okay, saying okay, it's. Okay. You're right. Okay. You're right. <laughs> Assume. <laughs> This is Brent's home girl. Are your BFF? About right okay. now. I mean, if we're picking sides, hello. Okay, okay you're yes. right. You're right. Yes, Humble of us. Of Humble course, us. Always, always. Okay. Yes. So anyway, now that we're True. best friends and she likes my content, obviously, mm-hmm. I did send her a DM. She hasn't looked at it, but I'm sure that she'll get to it. Well, she's at tattoo removal. She can't be doing she's business. Busy. She's going. She has a yeah. Chill she's driving to Vegas. Could you imagine if we got her on this I podcast? Cry. No, I can't imagine. Talk about being professional. We'd have to change. We would get have your to silk blouse. Jasmine, go back to yes, your club I, I, days. I would you have, have the pumps on? on? She'd have the yes. Blackberry. She yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, for sure. Well, that's what um, we need. We no, need her as a cool. guest star. So we need her as a guest star to be our guest host for the whole next season. We need her to help us wow. review. That would be great. Oh, another question. Should we have guests next season? Oh, hmm. man. Should we bring on Okay, we have two polls who... now. Two polls. I don't know. I feel like it's been such, a, right. little, it's such a little special thing It's a little cocoon. Us. I know. I know. I feel the same. We don't want to bring people in well, our Well, it space. might depend on what we choose. Let's, let's start with what the, the subject matter is going to be. Yeah. And, okay. then, and then we'll see. I'm okay. open to anything. I think the poll is going to be, should we do an old or new show? Okay. Um, Okay. Start, Start there. there. And then should we bring it? Y'all, guest? we need you to vote on this. This cannot be something where only 20 people vote. We need This like is American Idol season 47 one. votes. Yes. Justin or Kelly, you right, so decide. You decide. All right. You guys are going to have to um, go on your social media. And, and plug. Wait, no, you do it and we'll Instagram. share it. Yeah. Do it on our Instagram. No, it has to be. They're not going to be able to. Uh, well, they're not going to be able to click yes or no if I. They have to go. They have to the, follow. They have to we go need to the follow. Yay. Oh, yeah, they have and to then follow. they have to yeah, do their do. thing. I understand how fame works. Come on. <laughs> we get the She followers. has had her famous response. 
Yeah. My, yeah. I used really to work for the Jerry Springer show, so <laughs> maybe you didn't know that. I cannot believe we we're gonna do a story, story time. time next, and you have to tell us. Brent like, unpacks about Jerry Springer. That it's yeah, really interesting. Mm. Wow. But um, okay, so this is good. I I like that we're thinking about switching it up. I thought I was gonna be the only person that proposed that between the three of us. So. Um, I'm excited to see what direction we'll go in. We're hopping off the Kardashian train. I will Aww. say my friend says that she listens to us every week so we could drag them for filth re- retroactively. And I was like, we drag I don't think people? it's a drag. Or no, she said read. Oh, read I love them. a read. A read is listening. fine. I want to make sure. Read them for filth is what she said. I don't says. know of a read. I think it's filth? a good read, though. Tumbling. Everyone should be read. just reading for accuracy. I love something oh. from the past. Uh, readers, no pressure. Vote for something from the no past. No pressure, but vote for the okay. Team no past. Pressure. I'm gonna go team present because I do think we're in an no. era I'm gonna go of present. war crimes. I think we're in an active war crime era with our reality TV, and we I need agree. to be journalism, Jasmine, on the case. On the but front have you lines, ever seen yeah. Bad Girls Club? LOL, I've never seen. It. I've never seen down. any yeah. Housewives or Bad Girls Club. Or like we could watch Real Housewives OC season one. Like, do you know the power? No. The power. That I would love has. to see where Cardi it's got so her good. start. That's my other. I'm also a Cardi oh. stan, and so okay, well, yeah, I love Cardi. Love and hip hop is a lot. Instagram because that's where the yeah. real. That's where the real Cardi was. Um, but I would say I would vote for a housewife, probably Atlanta season Iconic. One. New York, well, New I like, Jersey. I like your older OC. new poll. New York season one. The older new poll will then filter down into like four what or five do. shows, and then we'll filter down into what is the season yeah. we're doing, right? So, yeah. I like that. Or, and then we have the bring a guest. Oh, my God. So many oh polls. God. We need your input. Oh, my God. I'm stressed. Jessica, mom, <laughs> everyone that listens. <laughs> talking to you. <laughs> To my yes, three friends, I'm speaking directly to you. Only to you. Only yeah, to no. you. I can't believe how fast this has gone. Um, we'll be wrapping up season one of our podcast. And that's just really exciting that we found our groove. This was a conversation that happened a lot over and over and over last year. And now we are here wrapping up the first thing. So I'm, I'm really... Oh. I'm really happy for us. This has been great. Tell the girls where they can where they can right. vote, Jazz. Where can they yes. find us? Girls okay, in the inclusive so sense. Everyone, thank you for listening this week. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. You can follow us at the Pop Culture Audit on Instagram and look out for those polls. And um, you know, don't forget to rate and review us. Have we been getting ratings then? Uh, We're gonna have to call people. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to look start at calling it. people. Yeah. All right. So rate and review us on um, Spotify and iTunes. And of course, listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, readers. Bye. Bye.